Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Island Spot Sports. And before we get to our guest today, we have a big shout out for, for Living Sisu. Living Sisu is a platform and app that wants to give you all the tools to have success in your sport. Their main objective is to activate your lifestyle. So for active, it's for active people. Enjoy discounts at, at companies like BioSteel, 30% off, BodyLogics, the Goalie Guild, all his books are discounted. Roan, Lululemon for men, 20% off. Online stretching programs with Eccentrics, one full month free. They got super silent massage guns, 20% off those. And it's a great quality. It's way less expensive than a Theragun. And it's a great, it's great quality. So there's so many more discounts that you guys will need to just become a member to see. So they want to provide you with anything you need for success. So come join the community. I'm a part of it. A bunch of other athletes are a part of it. So it's free to join. It takes 20 seconds to have it, to get exclusive offers to your sport. And it's definitely worth worth it. So do do us a huge favor and go sign up for Living Sisu's membership. It's free, 20 takes 20 seconds. So go do it and we'll see you there. Living Sisu is a great company. We uh we know one of the co-founders, Zach Fricali. He's a great guy. He uh He's the co-founder and he does a lot of live streams on Instagram at, uh, at Living Sisu and with a bunch of elite athletes. And you learn a lot from like the athlete's determination, the resiliency, everything to what me, made them become successful. So it's been a great experience so far. So go on. I'm going to leave uh, the link in the description. So uh, go sign up. Yo, welcome back to another episode of On The Spot Sports. I'm Jack, and in today's episode, we are joined by a very special guest, current college goaltender Carter McPhail. Carter is currently playing NCAA Division I hockey at Fair State University. Carter spent time playing juniors before going to the college route to play at Fair State. He also played in the U.S. development team as well. So welcome to the show, Carter McPhail. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Good to, good to get you on. I know we've been uh, pretty busy recently, and it's been it's been uh, a while to get you on. But I'm I'm glad to have you on. It's like, how are you doing, man? Like, we're in these very weird times. Like, what's been happening with you? I'm doing well. I mean, it's it's been it's been a, a lot of a uh, lot of different change here at Ferris. We got to school. We couldn't be on the ice for two weeks. Then we could be on the ice, but we weren't allowed to use any pucks. So we just had two weeks of just conditioning. Just baggers. Yeah, I got to really work on my crossovers, which, you know, always helps. And then we moved into groups of 10 for a few weeks. Groups of, We had three groups of 10, and then we moved into two groups of 15. And like I told you before we started, we just skated today. It was our first time with all 30 guys. Yeah, and like you said, uh, you you guys have to wear masks now on the ice. So, like, how's that? Like, especially like just playing. Like, I bet your mask is sweaty and every and like soaked by the end of the skates. So, like, how how's that been for you guys? Yeah, it's uh, I've worn it twice on the ice. I tried it out on Monday and then today, but uh, it's not too bad. We have they're really thin, like kind of like Under Armour dry fit material. And it velcros to the outside of your cage and then to your chin cup. So it kind of like drapes down from your nose to your mouth. Hasn't been too bad, but uh, it's 
definitely, definitely noticeable for the first bit. Makes it a little bit harder to breathe, but I mean, it's all worth it. Get to stay on the ice. Yeah, yeah at least you're able to get on the ice and and like get a full team screen, full team practice in. So that's at least good. Yeah. Like, are you guys expected? Like, what's what's going on with the season? Like, is it supposed to happen? Like in like January? Like, what what's happening with that? Um, we are set to start playing games the Friday after Thanksgiving. We're it's coming up. Yeah. So we have about a month here to prepare with everybody. Uh, we head up to Lake State that Friday to play, and then we come back and play them again at home on Sunday. So we're definitely getting excited. Yeah, for sure. Is it? Is it? How many games are you guys supposed to play? Is it supposed to be like a whole like regular season, like it normally is, or is like less games? I believe it's supposed to be pretty much all the games. We we usually start off with some non-conference games. So we'll play Western Michigan, uh, Miami, Ohio, teams kind of in our area. We were supposed to start off the season with Michigan State, but because Big Ten, I believe, is playing only conference games, all of our, our like NCAA-eligible non-conference games are against the teams that are actually in our conference for the first of the year before we get into true WCHA conference play. But, uh, you know, we're excited. Yeah, I'd be excited too. Like, I've just started playing games for, like, men's league now since, like, that's pretty much the only thing that's happening. And it's been it's been fun just putting in the work and skating. It's all you can ask for at this point is just to be blessed to be skating and getting back on the ice. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, can you give our viewers, like, a little background information on, like, yourself? Like, when you started playing hockey, and, like, what made you become a goaltender? Um, I started playing when I was pretty young. I'd probably say three or four, I think. So I really started skating and then got into, you know, more structured, actual, like, organized hockey, probably six or seven. I was a player for, for a long time. Um, my older brother, uh, Justin, he's – four years older than me and he was a goalie so you know I kind of like followed in his footsteps a little bit um I actually didn't make the full switch to goalie until 2008 so I was like 10 years old I believe and you know that was that was a big decision for me because I I really liked player but you know when I played goalie I got to be on the ice the whole time and you know, kind of take on that, like, a leadership role and that uh, I liked the pressure of playing and knowing that I had, a, like, a really big impact in the game. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the same thing for me. Like, I've, I was, I started, I was a forward. I played forward all throughout high school. So, like, I recently just made the full-on switch, like, six years ago. So, it, goaltending is something else. It's super, it's fun, but, like, everything you have to deal with, it just makes everything, like, worthwhile and, like, it's worth playing the position. Yeah. Yeah. So, how's how's how was summer training for you? Like, like during like COVID and all that. I know you went to our my good friend uh, DK's uh, Net Ninja camp with uh, Cam Johnson as well. So, like, how how was that? Um, for the first part of the summer, all the rinks and stuff here in Michigan were were shut down. Um, two years ago, so not the year before my freshman year, the year before I went into Johnstown for my second year junior. I worked with a goalie coach here in Michigan, Carl Popper. He's now with the Minnesota uh, Gophers, men's and women's teams. He works as a goalie coach there. He's also uh, 
big uh i don't know if he's the i guess the head instructor or what his actual role is now with mega goaltending in minneapolis so um when michigan was still all had their rings closed minnesota opened up and i drove out to minnesota for a week to stay with carl work and uh skate at the facility up there as they just started their goalie program to kind of get my first like bench start back on the ice um so that was really good experience really kind of worked with Carl I trust Carl a lot with my game we went over some things that you know I got feedback from my coaches from my freshman year and things that I wanted to change and brought that back here to Michigan and rinks opened up not long after that started working with uh, my goalie coaches here in Michigan, Rob Liddell and Kevin Del Martyr. just kind of skating with them, I think two days a week. And then I also play in the East side elite league in Michigan, uh, like summer pro college junior, uh, like men's league, but pretty competitive league. I really like it. Yeah. So like, how is that for like training? Just like getting back to like game speed, I, I guess you could say, cause I'm sure they weren't going like hard, but like they're going like hard, like harder than like obviously like mentally guys that are just like there yeah. just just for the beer. I mean, it's it's definitely a fast skate. I mean, there's some pro guys. None of there's usually some NHL players playing the league. Dylan Larkin, um, Zach Wierenski plays in the league. So I mean, there's big name guys that usually play, but you know that NHL season was just getting back up and going to go to the the bubble for playoffs and stuff like that. So there's none of the NHL guys played this year. There's still AHL, East Coast League guys, a lot of OHL players, and then Division One guys. So it's it's a high skill skate. Obviously, it's it's summer league, so no one's really playing too physical. So that turns into not as much defense, I guess you could say. So definitely, it's definitely fun. Open some up some opportunities for some some highlight reel saves, but it also opens up for some, you know, seven, seven to nine, nine, eight. The brutal game. games. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like it was a, it was a ton of fun. Just even, even if you get it lit up like that, it's just like, it's super fun, especially when you make that like one highlight reel save that like you could put on your highlight reel. Always, always a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you went to the net ninja goalie school. So like, how was that? Uh, Night Ninja Camp was really fun. Um, my brother was living in Traverse City at the time. He just moved back down the state here this this summer, not long after that. So uh, I'm pretty good friends now with Cam Johnson and saw him posting about the camp in Traverse City. It was about a week before I was supposed to come back to school. So I thought, you know, why not go up there, spend a few days with my brother, head over to the camp and uh, work with DK and Cam and just kind of have fun. I didn't know a whole lot about the camp at first. I was kind of more into it to go and kind of pick DK's mind about some mobility stuff. And cause that's the side of my game. I'm really trying to focus on improving is my flexibility and my mobility. So I went out there and I was excited. There's only supposed to be I think like nine or 10 goalies. I get to the camp and it was me. And then my buddy, AJ, who's, uh, he's playing in Minot right now, I believe. And then the next oldest goalie was like like a 13 or 12 or 13 year old girl, and some younger goalies like eight, nine, ten, like that age, like six or seven little guys, 
you know, buzzing around. So it's kind of funny to be out there, me and my all my big old gear, and I just a couple of some smaller guys trying to learn the fundamentals. But you know, it was, it was really fun. It was our first camp. I think it was run really well. So uh, I'm really excited for for next summer. Uh, I think they're trying to do at least one or two next summer. So uh, it'll definitely be exciting to to head back and help it out. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll get to meet you there because I'm I'm planning. Hopefully this whole COVID thing is going to be a lot less than it is right now. So hopefully get up to Traverse City and go to DK and Cam's uh, goalie school. So that, that'll be fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun up there in Traverse City. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard I've heard nothing but good things, especially from, from DK and like how he's trying to like improve it and all that. So it's, it's definitely exciting to see what it's going to do in the next few years. Yeah. Well, let's get into your uh, – your hockey career a little bit here. So like you played triple A hockey in Michigan for Little Caesars, 18U. It's like, what was like triple A hockey like for you and like the Little Caesars organization, like how they treated you and really developed you as a goaltender? Yeah, so I actually played double A in Brighton for, you know, my whole career. Like I said before, I started playing goalie in, in 2008. I think it was my first year as full-time goalie. Um. But yeah, I just played with my friends growing up. We had we had two teams in Brighton, and unfortunately, I was on the, I guess you could say like the B team, technically the, the lower end team. But you know, I played with my friends, and I thought you know hockey was fun. This is what I want to do. Didn't ever really have, I mean, everyone wants to play in the NHL. Everyone wants to play college hockey. But to me, it just kind of was like, yeah, I want to play college hockey, but. You know, I didn't wake up every day, you know, thinking that, you know, I got to, I got to do my hand eye. I got to do this, do this so I can play college hockey. And then when I was, I think you 16, I ended up actually skating out in two games because my team didn't have really enough players, scored a goal. So it was just kind of a fun time. And then my second year of 16U, my Renegades team in Brighton was, folding so I tried out for the the better team in the organization ended up making the team played there for my second year 16U my first year of 18U and then after that my team was folding again so I had nowhere to go and uh took the SAT at at uh at high school and then got a call from my uh former goalie coach Sean Hunwick played at University of Michigan said hey you going to Little Caesars tryouts today said no it's like why not I said goes they probably already got the goalies picked I'm probably not gonna go there and make the team I got baseball practice my two best friends from high school were there and they said dude you gotta go so they, they convinced me to to skip practice and head out to Little Caesars try out baseball coach was not happy uh ended up making the team we had five goalies for the spring kind of competing for two spots. And from there, I just kind of decided, you know, it's a little Caesars, you know, get the big orange bag. So I really worked hard and ended up making a team at Little Caesars. And, you know, still had always thought like, you know, the AAA players are kind of stuck up and they think they're so good and all that. And just here I was, you know, played double A my whole life. And so I'm just going to prove myself and prove to everyone that, you know, this isn't all that. And show up to practice early every day with my 
my carpool buddy, Jake Skolnick, who's now playing at uh, Wisconsin River Falls, NCAA D3. And we just worked every day before practice. Eventually, I, you know, I got the opportunities late in the season. Um, you know, we won the state championship, won the league championship. And then at nationals, played Shattuck St. Mary's in the first, in the first round, lost. So our team was kind of out of it. And then the next day I got, uh, my coaches told me that I was getting called up to play with the Aston Rebels in the North American League in Johnstown. So, you know, that afternoon I played a game with my Little Caesars team, left after the second period, took my gear off. My parents drove me two hours to Johnstown, got out of the car, stood in the ticket line with my bag, finally made it to the locker room 30 minutes before a puck drop, put all my gear on, and got a shutout in my North American League debut. Damn, what what a what a debut and like what what a story there. Like Sean Sean Hunwick, he played for the Jackets or got in the last yep. few minutes, right? Yep, that yeah. was when Sean became like started working with me and I was in at K V in Brighton, he actually was hadn't played at Michigan and uh didn't really look like he was ever gonna get the chance to. So that kind of like leading up in his career where he really took over the spot in Michigan and, you know, set a bunch of records that that was when he was working with me. So that was really cool to see, you know, him go through all that and then, you know, get his, I guess, emergency call up PTO with Columbus and get you know, some playing time in the NHL was really sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like, like what you said, you went from two peers in, the, in playing for Little Caesars that one game and then you went right into the all and played with Aston. It's like, what was the rush, like getting like that call up and like then going like 30 minutes before puck drop and then getting that shutout? You know, it was, it was definitely exciting. I mean, I just given up seven goals the day before to Shattuck and, you know, I hadn't talked to any junior teams the whole season. So again, I was kind of looking, you know, the end of my career, like right in the eye. I finally got the call up and, you know, giving up seven goals a day before in AAA. It's not the biggest confidence boost going to play against, you know, it's one of the best teams in the North American League. But uh, it was just kind of one of those things where get in the car, get to the rink, you know, put your gear on. Not a lot of – not too much time to think about it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's just awesome how you were able to get that shutout and just go from getting up seven goals, like you said, and then getting a shutout. It's like – it's definitely a huge confidence booster, that's for sure. And especially if playing against like the top one of the top teams in the Nall in junior hockey, it's it's unreal. So and then you spent the following year. You went into your first full season playing juniors in the NOJHL for the Sioux Eagles, playing and you played forty games, the two point two seven goals against average. Like, what was your experience like in the in the Noge and playing for the Sioux Eagles? Yeah, so I actually, after playing with Aston in Johnstown, I got invited to their uh, their main camp, their main tryout camp. And I went to camp, had a really good camp, but they ended up cutting me from the team. I went to two more North American League uh, team camps, like right in a row. So I drove from my house in Michigan to uh, – it was Aston, but they had just moved – to Philadelphia, so to Philadelphia 
for their tryout camp, didn't make the team, drove from Philadelphia straight to the Northeast Generals camp in uh, Massachusetts, didn't make the team there. While I was at that camp, the New Jersey Titans called me and invited me to their camp, so I drove straight down to New Jersey Titans camp, didn't make the team there. And I had already tried out for two USHL teams before that and didn't make either of those teams. So, you know, over five. And I uh, got the opportunity in the Sioux, went there and you know, at main camp, you're trying to make the team. And uh, made the team. And my goalie partner that also made the team was uh, Shane Brancato, who played for the Chicago Mission against me when I played for Caesars. And I absolutely hated him. And he absolutely hated me. And now we're teammates, and first first few weeks of practice in the Sioux were were tense. There's definitely a not not a good vibe in the goalie tandem, but you know, I think it's really important to have a good relationship with your goalie partners. So I kind of kind of just nickel and dimed him until he opened up to me, and now we're absolutely best friends. I text and chat with him, you know, three four days a week now, still after playing with him in the Sioux. And the Sioux was just a great place to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's a really small town up there in Sioux Savory, Michigan. But, you know, the only, only kind of thing going on is the Sioux Eagles and Lake Superior State. So being in the Sioux, I, you know, I honestly wasn't happy to be there. I thought I proved myself in the North American League. And, you know, that's where I thought I deserved to be, but I wasn't. So when I was in the Sioux, I just kind of – decided I can't worry about that anymore. I got to take this year, get some experience, you know, get ready for next year. So when I'm ready to make the jump to the North American league, you know, it'll be easy. And, you know, that's what I did. I ended up the lowest goals against average in, in the league, won the Wayne Chase Memorial award. We lost uh, in game seven, the first round of the playoffs to the Sioux Thunderbirds. We blew a three, one lead. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Which is, which is always tough, but, you know, it's, it was a really good experience. I had great billets, great roommates. There was always always seven, seven or eight guys running around my billet house, plus the three kids that lived there. So, you know, it was, it was a party always there. And I'm, I'm so close to my billets, and it was just, just a great place to play. Yeah, so what was it like leaving uh, to go to those billet, the billet family and just, like, from your first time, like, doing it, like, what, were you, like, nervous at first, or, like, like, how'd that all play out? Yeah, I was, I was really nervous, you know, I really didn't have any idea what to expect, you know, my brother, my older brother didn't play junior or anything, and, you know, it's kind of intimidating, you show up to meet a family, <coughs> oh. show up to meet a family, and you kind of go, hey, I'm Carter, and uh, I live with you now, so it's it's kind of kind of weird at first, but you know I had I had a good good family that I was living with, and then plus three of my teammates lived in that house with me as well. So it was good to you know make connections with them, and then it was easier to open up with the family and really you really become part of the family while you're living there. Yeah, that that that's great that you were able to like fit right in with that family because. I've heard stories where that doesn't go so well, and then there's stories like you just said where it goes really well. So right. it's like a luck of the draw kind of thing. Just like it's kind of luck of the draw when you uh, your goalie partner hates you and you hate him, and then you guys all become best friends. Uh, 
crazy how that ends up playing out and just like so like what was like it like your first year like did you like struggle at all in the nodes or like like you played a ton of games so like did you have any like up and down periods like how did you like overcome that you know, in junior hockey it's it's tough so actually in the first preseason game I played in the first goal I gave up was a guy came down on like a line rush shot it between my defenseman's feet went to make the stick save hit my stick bounced straight up over my head and went in the net I was like oh I'm getting traded for sure this is it what a but first first goal to give up yeah first junior goal give up put it in my own net with my stick but uh you know you just kind of I mean juniors a lot a lot different than than AAA is and uh you just kind of learn to battle through the adversity you practice every day same time so you can really get into the routine and uh you know just I had that focus in my mind that I didn't want to play in the Sioux so I was going to work and work and work so I can move on the next year yeah I think that's how you got to be you just got to you gotta just have that mindset of just work and work and then like move up think see yourself as like moving up into the in the right direction in the the better leagues so it's just just keep doing that and, like just having that like end goal where you want to be and just like working every day for it it's just that's how I think it should be so you also played 40 games that season so like what, what were you able to do to stay so recovered especially like I've like the junior schedule is pretty weird sometimes and like you're playing a lot of games like goaltending takes a toll on your body it's like what do you do to stay recovered yeah um the the nodes wasn't too hard we usually played on the on the weekend but you know sometimes we'd have a, a Monday game or a Wednesday game here and there um a big part was was my my support from with Shaner my goalie partner you know, I, I played 40, but, I mean, if you were in the locker room with everybody, it, it didn't seem like I was playing every game. At least it didn't to me. felt like, you know, me and Shaner were, were a team, and I was just as excited for Shane to get a start as, as if I was in the net. So really helps when you, you can be in the net. You know, hey, I gave up three in the first period, and Shaner's going in, but I know he's got my back. Or, you know, maybe Shane's struggling tonight, but, you know, I, I got to – pick it up for the guys and for him and so I felt like we really trusted each other and you know that that builds confidence with you guys and with the team so you know I I think I played 40 and Shane played 20 but I mean that's just kind of how it goes a lot of the time as far as recovery went I felt like you know you you play the game and it's fun and try not to do too much which has been a big thing for me last couple of years just trying to you know keep it keep it simple I didn't do a very good job of that and my first year of junior was really wide and kind of slidey but you know got the job done and you know took my take my time after practice and stuff to you know take care of the body really helped yeah for sure just taking care of the body is like really important especially as a goaltender and like an athlete overall just because you put so much tension toll on your body you just have to do everything you can to stay recover and stay stay ready for games. Just keep it simple too. Is like, like I've been recently keeping it simple and like the game's a lot easier. Like you're, I'm not having to make some desperation save out of the blue. Just getting really out of position. Just keep it simple and just stay, stay even keeled throughout the whole process. Uh, 
it, keeping it simple definitely does help. And it's the biggest game changer, I think, besides like your confidence level. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the following season, you then went on to play in the Null again for the Johnson Tomahawks, playing 35 games with 13 playoff games under your belt. And I, I've heard great things about Johnstown and, like, how it's a great organization to play for in the Null. So, like, what do you think, like, made you so successful in Johnstown? Like, how was it playing in Johnstown? Because it's a great organization. Yeah, so coming out of my first year of junior at the Sioux, I uh... – Went to twin, to uh, two two pre-draft camps and a main camp for North American League teams. I went to Springfield and uh, to the Amarillo Bulls pre-draft camp. Didn't even make the All-Star game at Amarillo's pre-draft camp, which was tough. But um, Springfield really liked me, and uh, they invited me back to main camp. And I actually got a call from my assistant coach from the Sioux and he said that he was taking the the job and the assistant coach job in Johnstown. And they wanted me to come to camp, so I, I went out there, made it to the All Star game. The Springfield coach texted me before Johnstown's All Star game and said, "Hey, are you coming to camp? It's next weekend. We really want you to to be here." So I read the text message and I didn't didn't respond. Made the thirty man in Johnstown and you know had to unfortunately text him back and say, "You know I made the thirty man here in Johnstown, so you know I gotta I gotta go for this one." Yeah, that, that that's awesome. You you made the team out of the five, six, seven you tried out from before. So it it worked out, and you were able to get played thirty five games in the all that season. So like that that was a huge step in the right direction. It's so like you also played thirteen playoff games. So like what was like the playoff atmosphere like there, and like how did playoffs go for you? John sounds it was an absolute riot every night at the War Memorial. You know, we have the big jumbotron and the, the loudspeakers. You know, it was a lot of fun to play there. The fans there are absolutely amazing. You know, they they live and die Tomahawks hockey there. Uh, it's where they film Slapshot in that rink. So we have the, the little Hansons skating around on the ice between periods and stuff like that. Playoff atmosphere, it was tough because, you know, I think we lost like six games the whole season and then get into playoffs and in the North American league, it's a series of five series of five series of three. And then the Robertson cup is one game championship. And, you know, we went to game five against Northeast in the first round. And that was a battle. I uh, actually hurt my knee in game two. I uh, strained my MCL, but you know, I put, put a little KT tape on it and uh, you know, kind of battled through that for the rest of the series. And big thing then was my goalie partner at the time, Cooper Lukenda, who's now playing at St. Olaf NCAA division three. You know, he, me and him had a really good relationship that year too. Um, we played pretty much every other. I don't think there was too many times that, uh, you know, I went back to back, but you know, Coop, Coop always had my back even in, in practice and stuff during that se- series. He's like, Hey man, like I'm here for you if you if you need a break like, like I can get it done and I I tr- I trusted Coop. I even told our coach at the time I was like, hey, like, you know I trust Coop if if you want to go with Coop in one of these games like, I'm like 100% okay with that like we can go with Coop like he can get it done too. 
but uh, unfortunately that that wasn't the decisions that were made in the office and I ended up playing all five and then in New Jersey the second series we you know we went to five games again we actually uh I think we won game one lost game two at home went to New Jersey played Friday Saturday lost game three so we were facing elimination in game four and scored with you know two minutes left to win by one the buzzer when I just skated right off the ice it's like let's go back to Johnstown and do this again so we played we played Friday Saturday and then in New Jersey it's you know five or six hour drive back to Johnstown we played Sunday afternoon at like four o'clock so I mean we got off the bus I got home 3 a.m got up again at like 10 went to the rink you know, it's, it's, a, it's a quick turnaround when it's, when it's in the, the NA. So I got to the rink, and I was like, this game five, we're not leaving. That was our team's mantra the whole playoffs. Like, we're not leaving. This is, our, this is our year. You know, and we just, game five just took it to them. I think we won five nothing. You know, it just one of those things where, you know, the, the pieces click, and we got it done. And then, you know, we got to head to, to Minnesota for the Robertson Cup, and that was a really cool experience too. Yeah, another good friend of the show is Cooper Lakenda. So shout out to him. Like, there's you know a lot of guys that have come on here, so it's fun to hear those guys come up. But like, just playoff injuries like hit different. Like you don't, it's like playoff time. Like you don't feel the injury until like after like the whole the whole playoffs are done, and it's yeah. just like you got to rest the body after that. But the just a rush from like the playoffs and like just the atmosphere all around is unreal and it just playing it's just super fun and I and like it takes away from like from like your injury like you probably didn't even think about it like at all when you guys were playing the games yeah I mean it was just kind of one of those things where you know that was what I was dealing with and you know I for the game I you know put the KT tape on and you know that That'll hold up good enough. And, you know, it's a little stiff when you get out on the ice for warm-up, but after that you're thinking more about the game than, than anything else. Yeah, and then after warm-ups, you don't feel it anymore, and it's like it's go time. Yeah. And you guys got the job done in five games with getting that 5 million shutout. So it's no, no better feeling than winning a series when you know you have somewhat of an, of an injury. Yeah. So then you got you got the chance to represent the United States to the USNTDP team and the U17 teams. Like, how awesome of an experience for, was that for you? Like, what was your favorite part of playing for that team? That was a that was another crazy, crazy story. So, in Johnstown, they always play a New Year's Eve game. So they always played they always play on I believe the thirtieth and the thirty first. So, go home for Christmas break. You know, see the family come back. Like, I think we had two practices and then back on the ice for the game. You know, Friday's game, I think it was a Friday, Friday, Saturday. Two good games. I played Friday. Coop played Saturday. Won one in OT. And then, you know, the next week we had the week off. Or the, the weekend off. So, you know, we stayed in Johnstown and kind of hung out. And then, you know, that Friday – our team had a skills competition in Johnstown. 
So our, our coaches drafted up teams. It was USA versus the world. And we had no fastest skater, most accurate shot, that kind of stuff. We're just kind of messing around on the ice. And then, you know, after I was doing, going over some goalie stuff with Coop and our goalie coach at the time, uh, Pete, uh, Pete Gribben, not Pete Gribben, Frank Gribben. And, you know, our, my assistant coach comes out on the ice. He goes, Carter, you got to come in here. Go into the coach's office. Had never even been in that room before. You're thinking, oh, I, shit, I'm in trouble. My full gear on, I'm like, oh, goodness. Like, so, and I had been talking to, to Sean Hunwick a little bit before the game, before practice. <clears throat> and he told me that, you know, this could be a possibility. And my coach was, do you want to play with Team USA tonight? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, then you need to, you need to go right now. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, okay, well, the game's at seven and it's noon. And it's like a five and a half, six hour drive. So good luck. So I took my gear off. Our equipment manager put it all on the, the dryers and I hopped in the shower, hopped out, put my street clothes on because I was at practice. You know, told my my carpool buddy that he needed to find a ride home and uh, put the gear in the car and drove straight from Johnstown to, you know, right to USA Hockey Arena. Got there 45 minutes before puck drop, went into the video room, went over a little bit of pre-scout with the coaches there and, you know, got dressed, went out for warm-up and started the game. So it was just one of those things, again, where you get the opportunity and you're not thinking about it. You just kind of, you know, it's exciting to play for, you know, Team USA. It was definitely a change of scenery. You know, you go in there, it's all 17-year-old, you know, really high-skilled players, NHL draft picks. And, you know, they, they're all clean-shaven. They all have the same haircut, no hats allowed. And I walk in, I have my enormous null beard and, and I'm wearing a hat and like a hoodie. And it was just kind of like, they're looking at me in the locker room and I'm looking at them and I'm like, all right, boys, like, you don't know what, like, what it's like in the null, like, let's get this done. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, there's no hesitation. You're like, yep, and just the opportunity comes. You just, you just take yeah. it and just roll with it. Did you, did you get to play that game? Yeah, I, I actually started the game. We were playing against Tri-City. I believe they're they're the number one team in the USHL, so they beat they beat up on us pretty good. I think we lost you know seven two or something like that. I gave up six goals, gave it away behind the net once, but uh, you know it it was a good time. Um, it's definitely worth the drive. Everything my my parents were able to get there for the game, and uh, you know it was it was worth it to see you know the name played on the back of the Team USA jersey and play you know, at least one game for the program. It was really, really something special. Yeah, that that's super special and just super awesome to, that you're able to represent USA in that way and just get your name played on the back of the jersey, like on the program as well, and just play play a game for them. It must have been an unreal experience. And and it was I, – I bet it was a lot of fun. You couldn't – you probably couldn't comprehend, like, what's hap- what's been happening to, like, after the fact. Yeah, you know – I've played – I've I was the rinks in Michigan. I've played there a bunch growing up when I was at Sears, Caesars. That's where we played when we played CompuWare and, you know, going to games there, being there. Um, had never really seen, like, the USA side of the rink. But that, that facility is, you know, top-notch, and the staff there was incredible. 
Um, after the game, I talked to their head coach, Seth Appert. He's a Fair State goalie alum. And uh, up to that point, I really didn't have a whole lot of, you know, college attention. You know, it was in January, early January. Did wasn't talking to too many schools. Didn't have, you know, a ton of interest. Didn't know if, you know, college hockey was going to be an option, Division One or Division Three. And, you know, Seth pulled me aside and said, you know, really good job tonight. You know, this is what we needed. And without a doubt in my mind, you're, you're Division One goalie. And, you know, just to hear that from him was, you know, kind of like a little bit of a boost that I needed to, you know, kind of relax about, you know, the outside stuff and, you know, refocus and be like, you know, if head coach of NTDP says that to me, you know, I, I think that's – I'm going to take his word for it. So that was a big he know, boost. He knows something. Yeah, he must know something, right? Exactly. Half, half his team's already committed at 17. I'm sure he knows uh, what's good and what's not. Exactly. So then you went on to – you went on this prior season to – Fair State University. It's like, what was the process of getting there and like signing with the with the program? Just like your overall like feel feel of the campus as well, and like as well as the hockey aspect. Yeah, I mean, in, in Johnstown, it was you know we were winning every game. I was had you know good stats. I was top of the leaderboard in the league and all that. And it was just kind of hard for me to you know go to practice every day and have my teammates ask me, you know, what school are you talking to? Like, when are you going to commit? And to go back to the built house and, you know, the, the phone's just not ringing. Um, you know, it was tough. Um, I was talking to a, one of the, a Big Ten school. You know, they were really interested in me. They, would t they told me they were going to, you know, talk to me after the, the NOL showcase, the top prospects, like college, I guess, exposure showcase that they have every year. And it's like, all right. Didn't get picked to go to that showcase, unfortunately. And uh, not long after that, I had a pretty good weekend that weekend. Not long after that, I got a coach from uh, Coach Famulac here at Ferris called me and said, hey, we want to bring you out on a visit, and we want to make you an offer to play on our team. And I was like, well, all right. They flew me out a few days later, got here, um, you know, took a look at, at the place here. It's a uh, it's, uh, – a little bit older facility, I guess you could say, but uh, it was a small town atmosphere. Here in Big Rapids is great. Uh, we have a really good student section. You know, we fill up the bowl pretty good. Um, yeah, it's close to home for me. It's only two and a half hours from home. My parents come watch us play every weekend. And, uh, you know, I just felt like it was a really good spot for me. They, uh, expressed that they thought I had an opportunity to play some games my freshman year and make an impact. So uh, I just kind of jumped at the opportunity. I said, you know what, I'm not going to wait around for, you know, some big time offer. I'm going to, I'm going to take it here at Ferris and you know, get my degree here in Michigan, you know, have some fun. My parents come watch me play and you know, it's been, it's been a good experience so far. Yeah. So you go in, Tell your freshman year playing nine nine games, so like, what was that nine games like? And like, the train was like like the hardest transition for going from like juniors to college and like playing those, not playing as much as you'd want to, but still getting time. 
Um, you know, in, in college, it's tough because there's, you know, about half as many games as there are in junior. And, you know, it was me, my goalie partner, uh, Roni Salmon Kangas. He's a junior. I'm a sophomore this year. And we also had a grad transfer senior from Princeton. <coughs> so kind of I was – admittedly, I was the low man on the totem pole a lot of the time. But beginning of the year, you know, unfortunately, Austin went down with, with an injury, and I got some, some opportunity to play. And, you know, I took advantage of it, played some, some pretty good games, and felt like I was really getting acclimated to the, to the, college, to the college game. And went out to Alaska – Played three or four out there for our two-week trip to Alaska. Got my first NCAA win out there under my belt and was feeling feeling really good about my game. And then, you know, we came back. That was during Thanksgiving. Came back from Christmas break, and, you know, I wasn't really, wasn't really getting my name called too much after that, which, you know, it was tough, actually, to, to you know, be feeling like I was playing well and then, unfortunately, not getting, getting the opportunities. But, you know, Again, we had two older goalies, I guess upperclassmen goalies for me. I'm actually older than Roni by a few months. But, you know, Roni had really good freshman year the year before, was playing well sophomore year. Austin was a what's a fifth-year senior, getting uh, some opportunity to play there, playing well. And, you know, you can only have one goalie in the net. And as, the, as a freshman, it was, you know, usually it wasn't getting the benefit of the doubt, but I took uh, the summer really, really serious, and I'm ready to make an impact this year. Yeah, so, like, what was your mindset like, especially since you were you were a freshman at the at the time? Like, you were then the last one on the totem pole, like you said. Like, what was your mindset? Like, just was it just, like, work, 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 like you've you've had before? Like, how were you able to, like, keep keep that positive mindset? Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, right? So, not there's only two games a weekend and there's only you know 30 games in the year so you kind of got to take your your opportunities when they come but you know also you know practice is the was a really big thing for me you know I'm playing against you know some of the best guys in the league or in the conference every day when I was at practice so you know taking taking my time with those reps and trying to get better and stay you know stay ready for the call yeah, that that's all you gotta do is work your way at practice and treat it like a game, treat it like a game, like go a hundred percent each rep and just stay stay ready for whenever that call comes. And you got in you got into the games, you got into into the nuts some uh, for some games. So like that's all you can ask for it. As long as you're playing like playing at least some games, like hey, it's something. Yeah, so like I said, I played in Alaska over Thanksgiving break and then I didn't have another start for six weeks. And uh, Saturday rolls around on a two-game series with Minnesota State, Mankato, number two team in the nation. And, you know, coach says, Carter, you're going tonight. And you know, I was kind of like, well, all right. I haven't played in six weeks, but, you know, I've been putting the work in and I'm ready to go. And played a, felt like I played a really good game against Minnesota State at home and, you know, Unfortunately, we didn't get the win, but, you know, I felt like I was ready and watched going over the video and stuff. Felt, you know, I, I did well for, you know, having not played and felt good about how I uh, stayed prepared. Yeah. Hey, that's all, all you can ask for is having a good game. Just, even if you don't get the win, like, obviously you want the win, but, like, as 
as long as you're play, you think you're playing well, it's, it's all that really matters. So then, like, were you guys like affected by COVID at all, or was your season already done by then? Um, I, unfortunately, our season had already uh, ended. We didn't make the playoffs, and we had uh, <clears throat> ten freshmen that past year, and you know, young team, and you know, kind of kind of struggled a little bit in the in the WCHA, but. You know, unfortunately, not every team makes the playoffs. We were right there at the at the cut line, and we just didn't make it. There's a, there's always next year, so yeah. you guys got something to look forward to, and just keep working, keep pushing hard, and get that playoff spot. So that's all that's all that really matters is the work you guys put in now. Yep. So Carter, I got a few more questions for you before we end this. So, like, what are some tips that you give younger goalies or goalies in general looking to get to that next level? Um, you know, there's always, there's been two big things for me. The first one is, is confidence. You know, if you, if you have it or not, makes it, makes a big difference. Uh, I figured that that out my, my year at Little Caesars, I got pulled in five straight games during the, uh, January and then, you know, kind of got pulled aside by my, my buddy, uh, Jake Skolnick. And he said, listen, dude, like, what are you doing? I was like, I, like, what do you want me to tell you, man? The puck's just not hitting me. He's like, you need to, you need to go out there and you just need to, you need to play cocky. That's when you play your best. Like you got to go out there and you just got to own it. And just kind of like glass shattering light bulb went on. I was like, he's right. So, you know, kind of just got back in this mindset. Like, you know what? Like I'm good enough to be here. I'm the best step on the ice I think I'm the best player on the ice and you know act like that and that and it really worked for me and then well confidence took a hit when I didn't make you know five junior teams in a row before going into junior and then in the Sioux I kind of figured out that you know confidence makes it makes it work you know I command the net and I think if you're going to score on me you have to beat me and that just always helped me a ton yeah, confidence confidence is huge, especially when, like, you, you're, like, full-on, like, confident. Like, you know you could do. You, you belong there. And you, you're able to stop those pucks. It really does help you. And then when you get that mind thinking, like, they're going to score on me, like, no doubt they're going to score on you then. So, like, your confidence is huge as well as, like, obviously, like, getting, like, the fundamentals and all that and, like, just right. keeping it simple. But, like, confidence – could make or break a, a game for yeah. sure so it's you just got to stay confident stay like be like i'm the best one on the ice you don't have to say it but like think it yeah and just just ride ride that to ride that totem pole yeah it's been uh it's always been a thing for me to you know me me off the ice has a completely different attitude and personality than me you know on the ice i wouldn't say i'm you know, I'm the most, you know, focused, zoned in, you know, skating around, you know, like an idiot on the ice, just kind of like, you know, puffing my chest. But, you know, I, I like to have fun when I'm on the ice. That's when, you know, that's when I play my best is when I have fun. But, you know, when the when the puck drops, you know, I, I, I honestly think that there's no one in the league that can score on me. And that's just kind of like my mindset and how I play. And, uh, yeah. 
yeah the second thing i guess you asked about the tips and stuff is you know i kind of figured it out early that especially in in the suit my first year junior is you can't worry about the future unless you're taking care of the stuff that you're doing right now <clears throat> so i always found myself you know worrying about you know where am i playing next year you know am i going to be playing next year like i need to play in the north american league like i don't want to be here i need to play in the north american league worrying about that so much that it hurts you today now you're thinking oh great like now i'm playing bad like i better turn it around or else i'm i'm not going to get where i need to be next year i just kind of you know figured out that that that's not how i had to think about it and i had to focus on it so, you know if i'm successful right here where i'm at when it's time to make the jump i'll be ready I'm going to do the things today to help me be successful today so that I'll be ready for next year. And I just, you know, I took that with me in the Sioux and even into Johnstown, you know, before, before our games, I go up in the, the stands and sit by myself and, you know, kind of do some visualization stuff and, you know, think to myself, you know, do my best. I have to, I have to compete for all 60 minutes. If I do that and I do my job, we'll win the game. If I just keep winning hockey games, I'll get a commitment. So all I was worried about in Johnstown was winning hockey games. Wasn't worried about, you know, the best that I could, obviously you still think about it a little bit, you know, why aren't colleges calling me? Why am I not going on visits? I was like, you know, I can't worry about that. If I just keep winning hockey games, it'll come. And, you know, that's, that's what happened. I got the opportunity here at Ferris and, you know, last year wasn't getting know the the opportunities as much as the other guys but it's like I gotta keep doing the work so when the opportunity comes I'm ready and next year I'm ready it's just taking care of the the right now is uh the biggest thing yeah you know, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Worried about worried about you know what's going to happen in a month and a half two months you know the game in two days is going to sneak up on you yeah, exactly. Just got to stay in the present, like stay, like, like just stay like focus on like the game, like today, like what you're doing today and what you're doing like tomorrow, like what you're doing tomorrow, like on that day and just win games. And then every, everything will come, come, everything will come eventually. And as long as you don't worry about it, just don't get frustrated about it. Just focus on what you're doing today you're it's going to come and you yep. will be successful. So like, what do you, what do you think's your best part of your game? Um, you know, I don't know. That's, that's a hard question. Um, I'd say my, my compete level, you know, <clears throat> in practicing games, like, you know, I just make it a point that, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give up on a puck, you know, make a make a save and give up a bad rebound i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get there maybe get something on it and you know that that's kind of helped me get you know two three four saves maybe that you shouldn't make you get a piece of it just because you're competing and you know take i take that into practice too you know guys doing a flow drill take a shot rebound like my my teammates are gonna try to hammer that rebound in the net so i you know, battle for that one. And, you know, sometimes I'm making one or two saves on a rebound on a flow drill and 
the next guy comes and shoots it in the wide open net because me and my teammate are still battling. You know, that's, that's, you know, we kind of like whatever, but, you know, the competes there and you know, that's, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. When you have that, that great compete level, like nothing, <clears throat> like nothing gets past you and like you're battling for every puck, battling for every save. It, it makes you a better goaltender and like makes your team better as well. Cause they got to find that grit to put it past you and you don't want that to happen. So it's like that compete level is very like healthy and like you got to love that competition as a, as a team and as a person as well. It, it, uh, it reflects on your, your team too. So, I mean, you know, my team sees me, you know, going all out in practice competing, like trying to get better They're They're going to do the same for me. And then, you know, in games, we're going to trust each other a lot because they know that I'm doing everything that I can. And I know they're doing their, their very best also. Yeah, hundred percent. That's, that's huge. So my final question of the day is uh, what are some pros and cons of practice? Pros and cons of practice. Yeah. It could be like headshots, like anything. Um, pros I'd say is, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of shots in practice, a lot of reps. So, you know, you're just, I mean, you obviously, you know, being in a player practice, the, the drills aren't always, aren't always designed for a goalie. We do, I mean, we do a lot of in zone offense and stuff here at school. You know, a lot of times it's five on O in zone and the play doesn't stop until you cover it or it goes in the net. So, you know, just, just competing and having fun with it is, you know, a big, big, uh, big thing for practice. Cons for practice, you know, unfortunately, you know, you're, you're going to get scored on a lot, especially when you get, you know, higher levels, the players can really shoot the puck. A lot of times in practice, it's grade A after grade A after grade A, and, you know, you get scored on and, you know, you, you get upset about it because, like I said, I'm, I'm really competitive and I, you know, I have that high compete level. So I think I can make every save and I want to. So that's, I'd say that, that's a con. Yeah, for sure. As long, as well as the the headshots, the head ringers, and yeah. then the pucks that literally go between like the ear and the glove, where you can't really get to it. So uh, those those are always the worst. Yeah, the the high ones in the in the shoulder and the collarbone are are pretty common here. Oh yeah, for sure. Those those are also brutal. But when you make those saves, it's 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 fun because it just bounces off you, goes to the to the glass, and like. Ooh, I made the save. That's all, all yeah, I can ask for. Good shoulder, good shoulder saves. Those are, good. those are actually my favorites. Yeah. Good shoulder saves are one of my favorites as well as like a chest save. Like you're just right there and it just goes right into your chest. Right in the, yeah, right in the logo. Right there and easy, easy save. But Carter, thank you so much for coming on the show. I had a blast and I really appreciate your time. I want to wish you the best of luck going into, into this season and wish you nothing but the best. Yeah, thank you for having me on. You know, it's, it was great. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. Hopefully, I get to – I'll be at the Net Ninja school next year. So, hopefully, I'll get to skate with you a few times there and have some fun. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'd love to have you. you know, yeah. Thanks a lot.